Hey guys, this is ID Sports. Bob here. I'm here with Steve. It's a very, very busy week. We're going to pack everything into one show. We're doing our weekly predictions. Um, we're just going to do our news and notes as they come up. It's It's been a strange fantasy football week. It's been a strange fantasy football season. Um, that is true. This past week has been losers week. I'm proud to say I'm in uh, every playoffs except one. I missed the playoffs in one league. I have two of my six. I have buys. And the one I lost was uh, some shady commissioner stuff. And I, I you know, I, I, I like to bring this up because you guys want to get those rules out there as, as much as you can. As much as you can. You got it. Everyone has to know the rules. Um, I went into it thinking that um, the tiebreaker was head to head and I would have won and advanced the playoffs on a head to head. But guess what? Magically, now it's total point. And I, I did not win. Yeah, that, um, that... It is what it is. Um, with some of these sites like Yahoo, they don't explain everything fully, and you have to dig a little deeper sometimes. Because um, when they oh, say yeah. default rules, well, ESPN plays out the default rules. N- not everyone does. Either way, happy Loser's Day. Uh, I got a bye week in the League of uh, Unexceptional Gentlemen, our League of Record here. Um, excuse me, I made the playoffs, but I did get a bye in the Listener League because um, that's how we do. I want to shout out to Mike Kester, who finished uh, top this season. Uh, Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well. Um, I mean, concert week's coming up, so yeah, that's going to be crazy. Uh, but in my leagues, I, I made the playoffs in three out of five of them. I did not make it in the League of Unexceptional Gentlemen, but I didn't place last. Thank did, did not place last. Um, that, that's, that's the way to go. Funny, the funny uh, is the guy who placed last is the commissioner in the other league that I didn't make the playoffs in. Oh man. So, it, but in my um in my main dynasty league, um I'm ten and two. I got a buy. My my team gets a chance to like rest up. You know James Conner, Juju Smith Schuster. I mean those guys know, are all... just corpses this year. Um, I and know, I, I do want to mention. I do want to shout out to everyone out there who uh, made the fantasy playoffs by starting Sam Darnold three of the lot two of the last three weeks. Um, don't know how I would have been saying that at the beginning of the season, but Hey, we're here. It's week 14 already. Um, we got three more. I am four, four, more, am. four more of, of regular season. Yeah. Of course, yeah, so we are up to more. 17 weeks now and we're going to start Cowboys at bears Thursday night. There's no Thursday night advantage. Both teams played on Thanksgiving. Cowboys are minus two and a half over under 43 marks taking the Cowboys and I couldn't agree more both teams are six and six which means after this game bears will have a losing record which will leave cowboys with their uh, streak of of only beating teams with a losing record bears are bad trubitsky can easily turn the ball over three times himself uh and, and dak's been good i i don't love this cowboys team i don't think they're as good as cowboys fans will tell you but they're good enough to beat the bears here in chicago steve uh well, I'm taking the Bears, uh, and that's because, like, do you want to know the only losing team that beat the Cowboys this season, the Jets? You want to know why the Jets were able to beat the Cowboys? Go for it. Because the Cowboys, I mean, because the Jets have an exceptional pass defense, and Dak tends to struggle against good pass defenses. So, if the Jets can beat, uh, if the Jets can beat the Cowboys, the Bears certainly can beat the Cowboys. That that I know it's kind of counter logical, but whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. Um, we'll have to see there. Jets Jets are an interesting team. We're gonna talk about them a little bit later on. They're they're beating good teams, losing to bad teams. It's just weird. 
but one game that is going to be uh, certainly two winning teams, Ravens at Bills. Ravens oh, minus five and a half over under 43. Now, here's my problem. Bills just beat up on Cowboys, and you know what that means. It was prime time. It was probably the first look people had at the Bills. Um, the general public probably got their first glimpses of what Josh Allen is capable of, and they were impressed. So this line moved to minus five and a half. If you take that mm-hmm. game off of prime time, if you put it against anyone other than the Cowboys, what is this line going to be? 12 points? Ravens no. are much, much better than this Bills squad on all sides of the ball. I think Bills have a very good, capable defense, but not one that's going to shut down Lamar Miller. Um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Thank you. Wow. Wow. It's one of those days, huh? Okay. So I got to take the uh, Ravens here. And I wrote the wrong thing in the doc, but it's definitely the Ravens. <laughs> okay. Mark's taking the Ravens too. I, I guess I'm the only one that's on the Bills. I mean, you know, the, the, this is a battle of two very similar quarterbacks, um, and I think that the, I think that this is like a big test for the Bills because I think that this is the Bills like, okay, if you want to play with the big boys, beat a big boy. And the Bills, they have the defense that I mean, I don't think that they'll be able to totally shut down Lamar Jackson. But they're definitely capable of staying in this game. And if it comes, I mean, if it comes down to it, if the Bills get the ball last down by down by two points, I, I mean, I take I take them to get into field goal range. John Brown, he's a good, uh, he's a very good receiver. You know, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley has been like a fantasy darling. He's been my savior for my um, for my um, dynasty team. So, like, Cole Beasley's been good. They they have the weapons. Okay. I will I will take your word. I think I think Cole Beasley was had a bit of a revenge game against the Cowboys. Um I love to see him. I have him multiple places as like my last resort injury wide receiver. And man, he balled mm-hmm. out last week. That was awesome to see. I love anyone beating up on the Cowboys, especially someone with a Cowboys history. Oh yeah. Next game is should have been an easy one. Um Panthers at Falcons. Panthers are plus three over under 47. Now, this is our big news and notes of the week. Ron Rivera, fired, Man. fired. The new head coach is not Norv Turner. It's uh, special teams coach Perry Buell. Buell. Mm-hmm. Um, and Norv Turner is sure. now the coach's assistant. But you know what that means. Like, coach's assistant, like, in, in like, little, you know, kind of one of the setups that they have over in Minnesota. Like, you know, the coach's assistant's really running the offense. Um so I guess we can kind of say head coach Norv Turner. Um, yeah. Quarterbacks coach uh, Scott Turner will become the new offensive coordinator. And I think this is exactly what this Panthers team needed. Um, they have a new owner this year or uh, like uh, last year. Last year. Um, Cam Newton's hurt. It's kind of a transition period. Hey, why not go with the new head coach too? Panthers yeah, weren't yeah. very good. You get the owner with the guy he wants, with the quarterback he wants it's kind of a reset and i think that like new new coach smell is really a thing i, th- I think they're going to come out here and and punch the stock and steam in the head yeah um well there's a there's a lot i mean it's not going to be full rebuild though it's because they, oh, have, they got a good team yeah they've got a they've got a good team i i don't necessarily think that cam newton's going to be gone though i really don't because when you look at the other options that are out there for quarterback right now like first off, first off, the the Panthers have played well enough that they're not. I, I think they're they're not going to get one of the top quarterbacks in the draft. They're definitely not. Um, Kyle Allen, he's hit or miss. You know, Will Greer couldn't overtake Kyle Allen. So really, but isn't that who we're going to look for? 
I, I, I mean, Kyle Allen. Let like let's let's take a like a quick look at what he's done this regular season. Um, I pulled his stats up, and and it's there, there's been a bad game. You know what his bad game was? The 49ers, but he's also had other bad games too. The, well, the 49ers and the Falcons. <laughs> Go figure. But that was like off of Falcons bye week. Falcons did have a stretch of two competent games in there somewhere. Um, but otherwise, he said he's uh four touchdowns, no interceptions. He had the game against the Texans where he didn't do much, but didn't need to necessarily um otherwise um he's only thrown <laughs> three interceptions outside of those two games he threw seven total in those two games and three outside his quarterback yeah, but... rating has been 81 6 112 84 84 104 85 89 i mean he's putting up good numbers uh, he's putting up decent numbers but <clears throat> but i don't i just don't see franchise quarterback from him because when you look at when you look at somebody like Tom Brady in his prime, you see franchise quarterback. Well, I don't think I don't Rodgers, think that's a good. Th- those are not good examples. Those are like once in a lifetime quarterbacks. Like, uh, we, could you see Eli Cam Manning Newton's and Kyle a, Allen? Yeah, Cam Newton is a franchise quarterback. I, and I'm sorry, I, you you just shouldn't get rid of a franchise quarterback. Maybe, but I mean, the, these injuries are adding up. The the head case stuff is adding up. I I think he's going to be gone. I I don't see any reason why not. I I mean the guaranteed money's out, but I, I um zero dollars guaranteed, zero dollars yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, so so really, so really, if he struggles, they could just cut him, you know, and they'll take no cap hit. You know, they, they uh, could it, trade him. I mean, yeah, there are I, other options. There are, but I I just don't see. I, I see a path for it to happen. So we, we will have to decide this one in the off season because we got to move yeah. on now. Bengals at Browns. Bengals are plus eight and a half over under 40 and a half. And we got to take the Browns here. Um, <laughs> Baker finally had a bounce back game two weeks ago. Um, OBJ is talking about leaving again. So I think the path here is on the ground. Chubb and Hunt against this Bengals uh, defense. Sure. Sign me up. Yeah. But, you know, it, with the with the Andy Dalton coming back and playing ferocious, yeah, that's because they wanted one win. They wanted one win. No one wants to go 0-16. Uh, yeah, they'll go 1-15, they'll just, take I'm it. Just gonna say, I'm just going to say that it all, that you know these Ohio teams, it's whether a big blowout or it's super close, I think this one's probably going to lean towards being the closer one. I think it's going to be a blowout, so we will both have those on deck. Either way, we're all taking the Browns. Uh, moving ahead, Broncos at Texans. Broncos plus 9.5, over-under set at 41-5. Texans beat New England 28 to 20. And I think that this kind of put the spread where it is at nine and a half. I don't necessarily think it would have been over a touchdown previously, but until further notice, you're taking, you got to take Texans till further notice, Steve. Uh, do you agree with that statement? Oh yeah, definitely. Good. I mean, they just, they're just, they're a better team than most people give them credit for. Heading to Minnesota lions at Vikings lions plus 13 over under 43, five. I think this spread Tells the whole story. It's gonna be all Vikings all day. They got a good ball club here. Yeah, yeah. The um, I, I, I um, they said that Dalvin Cook was uh, it was a chest injury, not his shoulder. I and man, and, he and went Dalvin, down like he got shot, and he wasn't moving. He was just down. He, I was like well, texting you guys during the game. I'm like, wow, he's like he's down face down. He's not moving, and then all of a sudden, I, I, he, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see the game. Unfortunately, all so. of a sudden he's walking off the field like you know, just kind of holding his. Well, you know, it, it, whenever the wind gets knocked out of you, sometimes it just happens. Because he said he said that if he had, if it was a playoff game, he would have gone back into the game. And he says that he's playing this coming week. I'm more concerned about Stefan Diggs because now you have Thielen and Diggs that are both injured. 
Yeah, I mean, Laquan, it's Laquan, Laquan Treadwell. Treadwell time. Oh my god. It's Laquan Treadwell time. You've heard it here first. Um, <laughs> we got to move on. Colts at Buccaneers. Colts plus three over under forty six five. I think we're all taking the Bucks pretty safe here. Uh, Colts have been not good recently. Not mm-hmm. good recently. Bursett seems to have taken a step back. He's not, you know, he doesn't have his savior. Top uh, well, that's true. T. Y. Hilton is is he out out? I think he's he was like labeled he as might, questionable. He might, that's another big piece of news. There was a sleeper report that said that he might not be back the rest of the year. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I guess that's a problem. <laughs> Mac, I uh, should be returning before the end of the season. Uh, Naeem Hines has been. Eh. We got some Wilkins rolling last week, but uh, that's going to be a problem. Uh, you you got to keep your players healthy. It, they're like very talented, but we got to take the Buccaneers here, right? Yeah. Jameis could easily throw four picks and just throw the game away, but I think until you know until it happens, you you have to put your money where where the shot is. Mm. Okay, moving on. Dolphins at Jets. Dolphins are plus five over under set at forty five. Dolphins had a convincing win against Jets, and Jets are the first team to lose to two zero and seven teams or worse in the same season. They seem to be that get right, but they did beat the Cowboys. They have looked good at times. For that reason, that reason alone, Dolphins won the first time. It's a division game. Let's swing the pendulum. Let's take Jets in this. Um, I'm not super confident. Uh, I would probably take the Finns with the five, um, but it's got to be Jets for me. Um, Darnold has looked very good until last week where he put up a stinker, but before that, he was looking real hot. Uh, so I'm going with the Jets, Steve. I know. <laughs> me, and Mar- me and Mark are taking the Finns. I, and I'm taking the Finns because I think I think that they're just better coach and they're just playing well, they with are that reckless coach. They don't ability. have Adam Gase. Yeah, and they're better coach and they're just playing with a reckless abandon that you just love to see. You know, Devontae Parker. It's the Fitzpatrick is, way. Well, I yeah, guess this it, is a Fitzpatrick revenge game again, and it's also an Adam Gase revenge game. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like Ryan. I, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick slinging the ball more than Sam Darnold sometimes. That is that is fair. Um, but you know he is known to throw a couple of uh, interceptions up in New Jersey late in the uh, late, yeah, late in the fall. Yeah, but but then he'll come back and he'll throw like a sixty yard bomb. He'll throw t- he'll throw an interception. Then he'll throw a sixty. We will bomb. see. I'm taking the Jets. Like I said, I, I don't think Finns are going to go two and zero on them this season. Uh, I just don't see that in the cards. Moving on, 49ers at Saints. 49ers are plus two and a half oh, over so under forty four five. Well, it's not hard because I'll tell you who's going to win. The Saints. Now, Saints, I I criticize them a lot from the kind of having a one dimensional offense. They kind of have their playmakers and then everyone else. You look at their stat lines. It's like, oh look, there's Michael Thomas. There's Kamara. Where's everyone else? Well, they're not involved. But here's the deal: no one has been involved for the 49ers. Uh, I think we had a, well up until what week eight, no receiver had more than t- uh, one touchdown catch. Um, you look at the stats here: Kittle um, ha- has been the guy. Debo and Emmanuel Sanders—they have the talent, but they're not using them. Last week, in their loss to Baltimore, Jimmy Garoppolo competed 15 passes. That's not enough. 15 passes, two to Debo. Uh, for 41 yards and Ford Emmanuel Sanders for 41 yards. That's not going to cut it. This is this is 2019 NFL. We know how good their running game is. We know it, but <laughs> yeah, it's but not going to carry. The it. weather played a big factor in that. Yeah, I don't care. Four for 41. You can't. Come on. Yeah, the I mean, you look at a lot of the games over the last couple of weeks. Catch it in your jersey like a, we did in the playground. Like big impact, that, on bad it. boy. 
Okay, but this is professional football, Bob. This is it. This is a backyard football. <laughs> Two for 41, four for 41. Come on. You can't dump off 15 times. <laughs> I'm taking the 49ers. You, you, you and Mark take the Saints. In that game, um, let's see. <sighs> yeah, I guess Lamar Jackson only threw for 105 yards in that game, too. Um, yeah, I just, but did. it's it's not about the one game as much as it's about like the whole season. This has been the whole season. Um, what like what what weapon do you want if they're a top tier team? What weapon from the wide receiver position do you want for them next year? Debo Samuels. I want Debo. Give it. Give me a whole lot. You of Debo. can have all the Debo you want. Okay. Um, Redskins head to Green Bay to play the Packers in a game that has a thirteen point spread. Uh, we can all guess which oh, way this one 13? is is going to spread. Only thirteen points. Only thirteen points. Um, I mean, I guess I'm like I'm interested in Darius Geis a little bit. He looked real hot. Oh yeah, against a bad running team. Against a bad rush defense team. Yeah, um, rush defense. Yeah. But we're taking the Packers here, right? We don't need to say much more. Yeah. No. We can move on. Absolutely. I love the Jaguars to start the season. Um, they're playing at home against the Chargers. Chargers are minus three over under 43. I do not like the Jaguars anymore. Minshew's in at quarterback. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They owe, what, $88 million to Nick Foles. Um, yeah, but they could, but you know, if they agreed to trade, if they agreed to pay like some of his salary cap, they could dump him off in a, yeah, in but a trade then or something. If that's the game plan, then you need, you need to get more film. Just like put him on film. Throw him, a, throw him a highlight tape. Um, it just he is a Super Bowl MVP. He is a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Minshew is not. I don't trust this Jag team anymore. I really want to. Every year I say, this is the, nope, it's further from the year. That window closed and closed fast. I don't love the Chargers. I don't think they've been playing very good football, but I'm going to take them to win here. Okay. That is being agreed upon by Mark, and you are taking? Chargers, yeah, I'm taking Chargers. All right, time to move on. Chiefs at Patriots, one of the better games of the week. Chiefs plus three over under 48-5. I hate picking the Patriots, but they're at home. It is in December. Chiefs defense has been suspect at best, although they did look great against Derek Carr. I will give them that. Uh, It just, there is a game plan. Patriots were all sick with the flu last week. We know what happened. Maybe that's an excuse. Maybe it's not. But I got to like the Patriots here. Mark is on my side. Steve, you got to be against us, of course. Why? <laughs> because the the Chiefs' pass defense has gotten a lot better, and when you look at the numbers over the last few weeks, the Chiefs' uh, the Chiefs' um, pass defense has gotten a lot better. That you know, it's it's getting harder to throw on them. And what is one thing that Tom Brady is struggling to do this year? Bro. So well, that's I'm, all he's being asked to do this year, to be fair. Yeah, because he has no rushing attack. I mean, come on, the Chiefs have a horrible run. Oh, defense. you mean you mean you mean it's like it's almost like I told you not to take Sony Michelle in round four this year, guys. I said guys. don't take Sony Michelle at all. I, I was I said guys. That was like out towards the general audience, not necessarily towards <laughs> you. Um I, I stayed away from Sony Michelle this year. I was like, no. And and uh, but you know, the Chiefs have a have a horrible run defense. And I guarantee you that Sony Michelle will not do much. Or I, I, you're you're better off you're better off taking James White because at least James White has the chance of getting you like ten or fifteen. James catches. White has been very very steady in garbage time. Because it doesn't matter. Can, I don't care if it's garbage yeah. time or not. When that eleven or twelve goes on my every week, eleven, twelve, nine, nine, ten, ten, twelve, twelve, twelve. That's consistency, man. Twenty seven. 
27 of his 33 points scored um, against the Texans was in garbage time. I mean, that's that's fine with me. That's fine with me. <laughs> okay, Titans at Raiders. Titans are minus three over under 47. And man, this Titans team has just balled out. They are one of the most unpredictable teams. Um, they're almost as unpredictable as Ryan Tannehill's career arc. Um, <laughs> however, it seems to be on the up and up. I saw you took oh, Raiders yeah. early and you just switched it to Titans. I, I don't know why I took the Raiders. Oh my goodness. Well, they're at home. Uh, <sighs> they they are they are looking for a bounce back. I mean, I think Raiders are a good squad in, in some sense. Yeah, but the Titans are just bad. Well, that's just, why they play the game, you know, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Yeah, that's true. Any given Sunday, but still, the Titans are the better team. It, it, to me, to me, it's a two-dog race for the sixth seed in the AFC. I think it's between the Steelers and the Titans. And I think I think at the end of the day, I think the Titans are probably going to be the sixth seed. So let's move on. Steelers play against the Cardinals. Steelers are minus two and a half. Road favorites over under 43-5. Now, this Steelers team is hurt. They haven't been 100%. Uh, all season you got mm-hmm. devlin hodges taking up the football mm-hmm. and uh man i'm like talking myself out of it i had steelers and and my justification was because you were going to take the steelers and i wanted to to hedge my bet but man kyler murray's been balling out hasn't he at times he hasn't been consistent i mean i i i i think i think hell's freezing over because i took the cardinals yeah, I you know what? I, I, and, and, and I here's think... the reason why. Here's the reason why. Because the because the win against the Browns was a statement win. And and as much as I love how consistent the Steelers have been this year, because because you take you take away a lot of things. I mean, you know, and you look at a lot of what's happened. The Steelers have been incredibly consistent this year. They haven't been the best, but they've been sort of consistent. And Mike Tomlin, I'm sorry, I I know that this is going to sound like Homer pick, but you you lose your starting quarterback, you lose your starting wide receiver, you lose your starting running back. Oh, he should be in, he st- should be in the conversation for coach of the year. He should be, but but it, it's typical of a Mike Tomlin team to always have a letdown game um, after a statement win, and so I think that this is the letdown game. Okay, I could hear that. I think uh, Brian Flores should actually be coach of the year in my estimate because he has the worst NFL roster. That That is true. And they, but... they've been competent too. I mean, also look at that team. Like add Minka Fitzpatrick on that team. Like They weren't using that Minka wanted out. I, I, they... I understand. I'm, I'm just saying right. how much more talent they could have had with the pieces just that they've traded away with Tunsil on the team. I mean, that's a different ball club. That's a different ball club for, for years to come. Okay, we got to move on. Um, Seahawks at Rams. We're actually all in agreement here, and we're all taking the Seahawks, which I love. Seahawks are giving 1.48.5 is the over-under. Who's the best quarterback in the NFL? We, we know, we know, we know. It's <laughs> just, Lamar Jackson. Oh, man. Russell Wilson <laughs> is just a baller. Um, you know what's been great to see? Uh, DK Metcalf's progression from someone who no one thinks can run routes to someone who's actually like capable. He's been playing well in Tyler Lockett. He's been Lockett's, playing well. Uh, you know, he's big. Tyler, he's a big dude. He's like, it, yeah. He's like a poor man's Mike Evans. Yeah. But he's faster. I, I, he's I, faster. I, I, I mean, that's the thing. When they say he couldn't run routes, you think of someone like Mike Evans, who's maybe a little slower, like a, a tight end build. But what do you run? Like a four-two-five? Something like that. He, <laughs> he's and, quick. And, and and you know, I I was I I think I was on the um train of. Oh hey, you know, um, stash him, you know, because I because I was like, hey, David Moore, Tyler, um, Tyler Lockett, there are weapons there, 
You know, for some well, reason they love calling Tyler around. Lockett a weapon is uh, gonna make a lot of people angry on uh, Losers Day Tuesday when uh, he put up a big stinker in yeah, Monday but, Night Football. Yeah, but he's been playing hurt, and we've known this for a while. So if you're starting Tyler Lockett right now, that's on you. Fair enough. Okay, we got to move on. Giants at Eagles. Eagles minus nine and a half over under forty five five. Yuck. Uh, I guess we got to take the Eagles, right? Uh, I I. I, that, that this is the other big piece of news and notes. Daniel Jones Eli, is in a boot. It, yeah, so Eli Manning might be getting the start. Oh my, oh my goodness. I mean, does does Eli have it in him as like a going away present just to, to you know what? One time? You know what? It's on Just, the cards. I, 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 you know what? I'm changing my pick. I'm going with the Giants. I, I think division I, I games think are tricky, man. Division games are tricky. Eli has a history of beating this team. Man, I, you know what? I, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take the Giants just because I see Eli having just one last hurrah and just being like, you know what? Through you guys for benching me, I'm going home. When we look at our season total picks so far, I'm in the lead, 119 correct picks. Mark has 117. Steve, you're coming back 111 for for all your uh, failures in the in the league of unexceptional gentlemen and in our listener league this season. You are starting to redeem yourself in uh, these money line picks. Well, well, you want to know something? I tried to I tried two different draft strategies with both. With, I. In fairness to me, with the league of an unexceptional gentleman, this is my first time doing a redraft league. And dude, so, I will so. tell you what, my our home league, the league of unexceptional gentlemen, is a more difficult format, and it's a more difficult league than most of of mm-hmm. the the industry drafts that you hear. Like, turn on Sirius, and you'll hear, you know, they have like the Adam Kaplan and all those other leagues. This league is probably just as serious, um, <laughs> and yeah. it's really, really difficult to win. Um, we also have two wins a week, so you get, uh, you know, if you're top six in points, you get an extra win. If you're bottom six in points, you get an extra loss, so it's kind of like a hybrid Roto head-to-head matchup thing. There, mm-hmm. there were some tricky stuff. Uh, I think the guy who came in second place actually didn't make the playoffs. He had a really, really weak schedule and uh, never scored top six and and that's the way it goes so so there's a little bit of a leveling agent um i like to insure points so in other leagues where i'm going to be risky and play a wide receiver in the flex i like just running where the running back and getting a baseline 12 points maybe shoot shoot for a big game here and there and just kind of kind of rolling like that um it's been a while since i won this league and that and that was kind of my dream was to like make the league that's so competitive that's really really hard um there is like one not great fantasy player and like it's <laughs> it's awkward um and then like we have we have guys like like my father who's in the league who who who's a big nfl guy but he's maybe not as into it so he takes older more experience with players and you're like dude what are you doing you're taking like larry fitzgerald again in like 2016 <laughs> everyone was like shocked and then the guy balls out like like you know there is something to be said for uh for experience in this league sometimes and uh steadiness Absolutely. and hey if you guys have been watching, hopefully you're in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, I'm sure most of our listeners are in the promised land. And, uh, hey, you got to ride what got you there, right? Exactly. Don't get too fancy with these matchups coming up. Uh, play your best players, but but don't be silly. Exactly. Go win some football games, guys. Have a great week. Steve, sports. Steve, thanks for joining us. Oh, yes. Do that again. All... Do that. I, I interrupted you. <laughs> it's Okay.